but I've known business owners in the past that have reported lower annual salaries to avoid taxes, but guess where it bit them in the butt? Welcome to our podcast, It's About Payroll. We're your hosts, Brian Escobar and Walter William Duncan III. Whether you're new to the payroll game or a seasoned veteran, we have something for you. Welcome back, folks. This is take two of episode 99. This is a true payroll crime. What's up, Walt? How you doing today, sir? For the 99, sir. So it's good, man. I'm good. Blessed. And That's what's up. just happy to be here, man. Excited for this particular true payroll crime story because yeah. it's a throwback. No you know, doubt. Whatever. So I'm looking forward to it, man. Yeah, you, very nostalgic. I'm good, man. I'm good. Other than these technical difficulties, we had, we, this is our take two. We usually never have to do any take twos or multiples or whatever, but we have some tech issues today. But uh, yeah, hopefully the payroll, the payroll gods hear me. The, we're so used to saying the payroll gods, the podcast gods yes. will uh, bless us with yes. a good show, yes. two yes. shows. Yeah. yeah, we both of them, we need exactly. Before we get into it, we have payroll news to share. My story is about a company named Merkins, and they are a global leader in payroll technology, providing enterprise businesses and HCM providers with an innovative solution for global payroll processing. Their product is called G2N, G, the letter G, the number two, and the letter N, Nova. G2N Nova enables gross-to-net calculations across various legislations, a.k.a. countries, districts, municipalities, localities. And they have a few features that I thought were really awesome. Let's see, what a, what's one of them? G2N Nova utilizes a stateless application architecture to enable anonymous payroll processing. This is very interesting, okay? Ensuring that no sensitive personal identifiable inf information, you hear us talking about PP, no, not PPI, PII all the time. All the acronyms get confused, but PII, very sacred. It's, the, it's a hacker's dream, it's a, right? The true crime and then the cybersecurity, all that. So anyway, they have stateless application architecture to enable anonymous payroll processing, ensuring that no sensitive PII is passed from clients to application. I don't even know how this would work. Like this, wow. this is what got me in this article. Like, how do you, and I do know how it would work. It's just, it's so progressive. It's, we need it because everybody that's, it's such a sensitive topic with data. And I'm really sad to say that folks still have not caught up with how sensitive data and how careless we're being with data. So that was a huge call out. Another one. Let's see what else they got. Unprecedented accuracy. Well, we'll see. G2N Nova is the only payroll engine capable of generating 100% accurate gross-to-net calculations for over 100 countries through a single native platform in real time without assessing or storing identifiable employee information. Okay, I'm going to poke some holes in here, but yes, that is a great feature. It's not unprecedented accuracy because payroll's number one goal is accuracy. So everybody can do gross-to-net accuracy calculations. The call out for this one is that it's doing it for a hundred over a hundred countries. Now that what we've learned through payroll, talking the global payroll is that there is no one engine that can do every single country. They just haven't built it all in. They haven't 
created one, and I don't know what the com- the challenges are. Who knows? Too many countries, to not enough payroll out of those countries. Who knows? But it's a big call out. Awesome. Let's see. Data privacy compliance. The stateless app architecture eliminates concerns regarding data breaches and ransom attacks by ensuring that the client's PII never leaves their data centers and payroll-related information used by G2N Nova is anonymized. Anonymized. That's, I've never heard, said that word. All right. Say that again. Anonymized. Is that a word? Anonymized. 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 It's anonymous. anonymous. All right, there. What else we got? The continuous calculation feature. The upgrade induces introduces a continuous calc feature that provides a real-time net pay updates for employees, eliminating the need for multi-step payroll processing cycles and enabling access to gross and net values in real time. So that's going to come into handy because that's where we're trending, right? We're talking about, we just talked about it in our real job all over the week. And basically, the reason why companies like to do that is because the movement to, what is it called? Earned wage access. And this is employees can get access to their wages in real time. Whatever the company allows, they can go and get their money. Another cool feature, and I, what I'm excited to learn more about, is blockchain integration. The new version of G2N Nova lays the foundation for incorporating blockchain technology into payroll processes. It allows for tamper-proof verification of payroll calculations and payments in real time. That's ex- that yes. keep in real in real time. In real, real time, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. and I, I, that's where we're we going with a, it all. We just had a demo of payroll provider. Don't say it, and, yep. And, and they used in real time. But so that's what I'm saying. That's where it's that's trending, right? That's where it's trending. In the, yeah, and again, folks, the real-time urgency is so that earned wage access is applicable, is available. We want our employees to be, well, some folks. I think it's arguable. I think we should talk about that, right? Duh. We can do a show on real-time or not real-time. Is it applicable for every industry? Is it applicable for all employees? Who? I don't know, right? We don't know. It's a good conversation. The last one, G2N Nova Global Reach. G2N Nova offers global gross-to-net payroll processing capabilities across 100-plus countries, it says, making it the most advanced native payroll engine available. Arguably, it can be used as a standalone platform or integrated with major HCM or workforce managers software solutions. So cool. Shout out to Merkins. Yeah. I'm also talking to a representative over there. We're trying to do like a collab on some content and payroll stuff. Merkins is doing their thing. Shout out to Merkins. I'd love to see it and I'm here for it. What do you got for us, Walt? So the article I have is from a a site called fastcompany.com. And it's talking about five laws that may change the way we work in 2024 and beyond. So first law is sealing criminal records. So several states are implementing clean slate laws automatically seal the criminal records of individuals who have remained eviction-free for a specific period. New York became the first state to enact such a law. Oh, wow. Others like Utah and Pennsylvania. States like Connecticut, Delaware, and Colorado are set to begin sealing records potentially impacting millions of individuals and enabling a greater workforce participation. I wonder, well, it did it, I don't know if you remember in the article, did it say what, are there any restrictions? So does that mean folks with felonies 
So um, people were selling these now. It said that it, in the article? Oh, that's and big they, because... And they have remained commission-free for a specific period. Oh, okay. okay. After, okay, because that's a... Unfortunately, I know some felonious people. And, and it's... It is, man, like that kind of the talk is over. Oh, man, you got that F, man, dang, you don't have a hard time finding a job, blah, blah, blah. You got to start your own business. You got to get your own construction Become... business. Don't listen to us, guys. Don't listen to us. We just cutting up this morning. Um, All right, go ahead, man. Go ahead. My bad. All right, the second law is marijuana drug testing. So with the legalization of recreational marijuana in many states, lawmakers are revisiting workplace drug testing policies. New York and Minnesota have passed laws prohibiting all marijuana testing for job against and current employees with similar le- legislation planned in California and Washington. So, so that's, that's a good one because I'm in a medical state, you're in a recreational state. Like mm-hmm. it, it becomes, I've thought about that a lot. So that's meaning because it's oh, that's unfair. And we've had those conversations in HR. Yeah. Like, how do we do this? Being that it's and the way to do it, you should say in your handbook, hey, guys, you can't do it at work. <laughs> yes, it's medical. Sure, it's recreational. But that does not get just like you can't drink alcohol at work and come to work drunk. It's the same thing. HR payroll folks, when you guys are faced with these questions and conversations, it's that's the fix. You just can't do it at work, folks. Like, come on. Don't okay. go outside. Don't know. Oh my gosh. My had some friends over last weekend and they're in the medical industry. And I don't want to put too much stuff on blast, but they were telling me a horror, like a coworker horror story. And the coworker was going out on lunch break and smoking, like coming back in smelling crazy. And what is wrong with you? Is all over. Yeah, low and red, like you hungry as hell now. Come on, you can't just laugh, folks. Take like how you do anything is how you do everything. How you do everything is how you do anything. Yes. Take your job seriously, man. Like I like, come yeah, on, I like, get. That's, that's yeah, why, that's, 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 that's recreation. Call, that's, that's that's why it's called recreational. Yes, yes. Like even if it's medical, if it's then you gotta talk to your doc. Like that that you can't. You know what I'm saying, folks. Be intentional. Be serious about it. I'm sorry, bro. Go ahead, man. No, be mindful. You're giving people great pointers because if you know that, especially there's a thing called high functioning, right? People yes smoke and still be high functioning, sure or whatever. If you're not a high functioning person and you partake in this stuff, and you go to sleep, (laughs) yeah. You can leave at that home work, be at the home. desk, sleeping. What's wrong with Brian? Bunch of chips, food <laughs> around, food. Yeah, all the food. food. <laughs> oh, man. All right, all right. All right. Number three. Get number on. Three, another law that's going to potentially change the way we work in 2024 and beyond is increasing pay transparency. Oh, Lord. Trade Here we go. Here we go. Legislation is gaining momentum, requiring employers to disclose salary ranges during vacations. States like New York, California, Washington, and Colorado have implemented or have planning such laws, with Massachusetts recently passing its own version. So that's out there. That's one of your favorite topics. And I just want to, yo, I just want to leave my word here. Every time we talk about trans pay, transparency to payroll professionals. It's about the gross, not about the net. 
That's it. That's what we're going to say. Ooh, I want to make a t-shirt. Pay transparency. It's about the gross, not the not about the net. Yeah. Do it, sir. Yes. Number four, restricting non-compete agreements. Non-compete getting, agreements, getting long controversial, are facing yep. increased scrutiny and yep. regulation. States right. like California, Oklahoma, and North Dakota have already restricted their use. Good. While the FTC proposed a rule to effectively ban them nationwide. Good. Minnesota and, and New York are among the states enacting laws targeting non-competes. And if I may, why non-compete agreements, folks, think about it. If you have a payroll job and then you get fired or you quit and you sign a non-compete, it, it almost says you can't go and work payroll somewhere else for the competitor. Are you crazy? I got to make a living. I got to go do payrolls for someone else. And if it's a you competing... You secrets over there. That's different. That's an NDA. That's an NDA. Non-compete means you can't go work in the same thing, doing the same thing for the same, like, competitor company, right? So an NDA would be fine if you have trade secrets. You do the NDA, not the non-compete. The reason I said that was because I worked for a place as a temp employee, and they had their employees sign non-compete agreements. And, but they were like, NDAs. Ah, like, okay. And, process because it basically the processes that we use the strategies that we use you cannot take them to another workplace interesting okay good call out yeah interesting number five enacting paid leave benefits states are taking the lead in implementing paid leave policies particularly in response to the COVID 19 pandemic 13 states along with washington dc have passed paid family leave laws with many also adopting paid sick leave. Colorado and Minnesota are among the states implementing paid family leave with other states like Illinois providing paid leave for various purposes. These laws collectively reflect the ongoing shifts in labor policies, addressing issues such as criminal justice reform, yes. policy, workplace yes. transparency, employee contract, employment contracts, and worker Yes. Yeah. And we need it, man. We need these reforms because some of these laws and stuff were made in like 1900. It wasn't applicable to where we are now. <laughs> Technology, like things like, I mean, it, yeah, it's much needed. Yeah. Thank you for that. Sir, That's dope, now, man. On to the nitty gritty. Yeah, this true payroll crime. This episode is presented by Time Track Go, the simply better employee time clock software that is going to make your life easier. In addition to the unique graphical employee time card that helps you quickly identify and fix mistakes, TimeTrack Go is excited to announce it's now compatible with QuickBooks Desktop, providing effortless data transfer and reduced errors. TimeTrack Go will not only save you time and money each week, but the easy-to-understand user interface and the ability to turn a tablet into a time clock We'll get you and your team up and going in just minutes. Find out what a simply better solution can do for your business. To learn more and sign up for your 14-day free trial, go to www.timetrackgo.com. That's www.timetrackgo.com. Or you can call 888 
888-321-9922. That's 888-321-9922. Let's go. Yeah, man. So I think we have a fun story today. Um, something that Brian is familiar with. Yeah. I've seen clips of this and we're going to drop I used to shop in the store. Episode, you know what I'm saying? So it's about Crazy Eddie Electronics. Yes. Of course, low prices and zany commercials. They gained infamy and committing one of the largest frauds in U.S. history over 18 years. Wow. The Antar family, particular, particularly Eddie and Sammy, orchestrated a scheme that involves skimming cash sales to avoid taxes. Under, under the table payments to managers and the manipulation of companies' financials, Sammy, accounting graduate, came to CFO providing legitimacy and, cr- and crucial knowledge to sustain the fraud. Okay. So I went, so he went to school so he could defraud. So you learn how to defraud better, yep. All right, so in 1980, the family aimed to go public, employing tactics such as reducing skimming to show profit growth and boost the company's image. They successfully went public in 1984, selling 1.7 million shares at $8 each. Later, the Antars devised a plan called Panama Pump, laundering skin money through offshore accounts to inflate Crazy Eddie's revenues and profits. Facing exposure, yeah, facing exposure, Eddie cashed in millions of dollars in stock and resigned in 1986. The new management in 1987 discovered a $40 million inventory shortfall, which triggered investigations by the FBI, wow. the IRS, and the SEC. In 1989, Sammy, the CFO, co- cooperated with authorities, revealing the extent of the fraud and leading to multiple charges. Yeah. Of so it seems like... It seems like Sammy Turn on his brother. <laughs> Dang. See? See how money does people? He fled the country, but was eventually extradited, serving seven years in prison. Sammy now assists law enforcement in detecting white-collar crimes, emphasizing Dang. that their motivation was not solely about money, but the thrill of the game. Oh, Lord. Wow. So he That's crazy. Crime, but he got a job with the government. <laughs> but it makes me think about that movie, Catch Me If You Can. Yes. And back in the day, that dude, it was with Leonardo DiCaprio, and he was, but it was back in like the 70s and whatnot. And he was just writing checks and kiting checks, and they couldn't catch him. It was a good, it was one of my favorite, my, well, my wife hates it, but it's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> and yes, Crazy Eddie, I was, I grew up in New York in the 80s, and this was, like, I was there once a week. Like, my moms used to come buy me an Atari game every payday, or maybe once every two weeks. Payday, Atari game, boom, we was in Crazy Eddie. And it was just like, I didn't realize that it wasn't a nationwide company until I moved out of New York and we started talking about Crazy Eddie. And they're like, who? Like, were you? You were like, who? Uh, Walt was in Germany at this time. So he's a few years younger and also not in the country at the time. So he definitely missed it. But, But again, it was very regional. I think they were only New York, New Jersey area. But yeah, it was... We're going to drop the commercial in the final show so you guys will hear it. But he did crazy commercials, crazy Eddie, so stuff like that and very animated. But uh, yeah, man, it, it was like a staple institution in New York in the 80s, like how Best Buy right? is now. Yeah, I was there every two weeks. We got 
Oh, really? That's why I got my Atari games. <laughs> yep. Wow. So yeah. I know I mentioned some of the, I already mentioned some of the key takeaways, but we're going to go through those again really quick. And yeah. then we're going to go, go over some potential solutions or things that could have helped in this case. Prevent, right? Preventative measures. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And Fred, how it ties the payroll or finance is through because of how much things that we're doing that involve taxes. There was a C- CFO involved. So like those different things like are in this article. So what was the first key takeaway? Their skimming scheme. The Antars implemented a skimming skimming scheme ten times fast from the company's <laughs> inception involving the under table, under the table cash payments and low reported salaries to reduce costs and taxes. So, I uh, read that again though, right? So let me read it. Under the table cash payments and low reported salaries to reduce costs and taxes. So they're probably yes. paying people one thing, but they're they were writing down another. I know someone who I don't think I don't think they work there anymore, but they used to work for a place. It's the same thing that their boss. That's was crazy. That's nuts. Yes. Yeah. That and is I told nuts. Him I said, I, oh, illegal. <laughs> yes. I remember the story. Now you told me. Yes. Yeah, I remember. Right. Yeah. That's, that's, you get some of your legal. pay under the table. Mm-hmm. We're going to report this much, but I'm going to pay you this much. Oh man. And I'm, and look that not only that, that doesn't only happen to employees in this situation, but I've known business owners in the past that have, reported lower annual salaries to avoid taxes, but guess where it bit them in the butt? When you go and buy a, try to go buy a house, and when you try to go do something credit-wise, you don't make enough money. You've now put yourself in a place where you can't leverage your money because you've been reporting that you only make $25,000 for in a year to avoid taxes, but you should have been reporting your actual wages so that, you know, you got to take the hit. Like, folks will think, what is it, like a penny wise and a dollar foolish. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you got to be careful with these little payroll schemes. You guys think, yeah. you know, folks think they're getting away with stuff, and you're not. You're just hurting See, yourself. And speaking to the employees that may be in this situation, if you're in a situation, the employee may not think about it, right? Because they're not really, mm-hmm. they're adhering to the company's policies, right? If there <laughs> are any in place. But see, it's the owners and the officers of the business that should know the law. So the employees yep. might think, oh, my boss is cool. They're hooking me up. They're hooking me up. No. You know, they're hooking me up. No. Potentially, it, like, setting you up for a, for you not to have a job and you have to start it all over again. And not only that, Walt, think about this. If I'm making, okay, I'm this employee that they're doing this scheme to, right? And I'm making 100 grand. They're giving me 60 on the books and 40 off the books. Holy crap, cash. You loving it. Holy, getting this stack every fucking, every time you love it. But guess what? Let's say that company's eventually going to go out of business, right? They're going to, something's going to happen because how you do everything, how you do anything, that's going to come back to them. So now you need a new job and shoot, I'm a, I want to make 125 because I was just making 100. No, you wasn't. On the books, you were making 60. So guess what? You're gonna make 70, 80 now on the books as a jump. You you hurt you you're hurting yourself. You see what I'm saying? You're hurting yourself. So there's ways to avoid taxes legally. That is what you need to learn. 
that is what we need to learn, right? Those are the conversations that we need to have. Tax shelters, avoidance, tax avoidance. What do I do to avoid? Not evade. Don't evade. Evade is illegal. Avoid is legal. Yeah, so down on the shirt too. Thank you. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Shout out to Bill Manning. Rest in peace. Number two is IPO manipulation. Tried to go public in 1984. Crazy Eddie gradually reduced the skimming showing to show more profit growth and to attract investors. The IPOs raised significant funds for the family. So it was all part of their scheme. Hey, wow. So we'll calm down a little bit. We'll cut it in half. So yeah. we won't skim as much. So we won't steal as growth. much. We show a little growth. And so we can get some of these investors money and take from them too. And then third one was the Panama plan. The planned the family devised a plan to launder money through offshore accounts, inflating revenues and the profits to maintain the illusion thriving company. I don't even know what that looks like. Did they just take their money and pump it back through? Or were they actually doing illegal activity and taking that money and pumping it through? So That's crazy. The article said, if I remember correctly, the article said that some of the family members would tape cash to their bodies catch a flight overseas, deposit the money overseas, and then transfer it back to a bank in the U.S. That's My goodness. Wow. That's crazy, right? <laughs> yeah, it's nuts. So number four, financial downfall. Eddie's attempt to take the company private in 1987 failed, leading to exposure and investigations. The new management discovered the $40 million inventory shortfall which prompted bankruptcy and liquidation. We talked about the legal consequences. Again, Eddie was sentenced to seven years in prison and, and everything. And he tried to flee the country. Sammy was a rat. Yeah, in 1990, Sammy corroborated with law enforcement. And so they turned on Eddie and said he was the main culprit, the person driving the scheme. And so wow. now Eddie has a job with the law enforcement. Eddie or Sammy? Oh, Sammy has a job with law enforcement to catch these type of white collar crimes. Wow. Hey, that's funny to yeah. me because like, I know there's been hackers and stuff. That yeah. I was just going to say the hacker. Yep. And then yep. the government was pretty good. It was a good job. <laughs> yeah. Can you come to work for us now? Yeah, exactly. Right. Not to be confused with Sammy the bull either folks. This is not the same Sammy. <laughs> All right. So, what, All right, so yeah. So, so now what do we, yes. What are, yep. What are the solutions? What are the prevention? Number one, strong oversight. All the time. Implementing strict oversight and controls could have deterred the Antars from engaging in fraudulent activities. So yep. I know that probably would have been difficult because they were the, the owners. Owner and then me was the CFO. Yep. So he yep. kind of could have had everything directed to him. And some other oversight in this case could have been a third party. Yes, auditor or, if, or something like that. Think think about it and think about it in our case. I'm sorry, I just want to close this here. Sorry. Think about it for like for us, right? We're business owners, we're partners, and we if we wanted to, it's like you said, third party. If we wanted to keep each other honest and to make sure another now one of us get too tempted by the money, we would have to have some type of third party auditor overseeing and checking us like hey guys i got the books and it'd be and it should be like a three-person meeting hey brian excuse me god 
It should be three-person meeting, and it should be like, hey, Brian, here are your withdrawals, and here are your expenditures. Walter, are you aware? And then vice versa, right? It would be That would be the way to do it if you go into it on a new company and you want to make sure nobody, everybody stays honest, right? But yeah, yeah, this is the problem we see in these true payroll crimes is these freaking owners, they get so tempted. And I wanted to say it in, we did a true payroll crime for It's About Your Paycheck last week. And I thought about it then, and I, the temptation came up, right? And I forgot to say it when the time was right, but it's temptation. When you're in a job or like you're in a job, a trusted situation position at a job, or if you are at a company, or you're an owner, it's the temptation that will take you down every single time. Oh, and what did these folks say? And they being honest, they got high off this, right? There was a it was a rush to to steal. And that that you they will see a game. That you will see a lot as well in these stories and these movies. I watch nothing, I watch a lot of organized crime stuff, so it's a lot of the rush. They get the rush from the. It doesn't even matter how much money they make because if you do the math, a lot of these, a lot of these people are making the same money if they just did a job. You know what I mean? But they're just living on their own terms. That's really what it is. And that, because you're right, because that is the crazy thing for me because it's like their company was wildly successful, right? They went public yep. and made all this money. Yeah. It's just you're already wealthy. Like why? What do you? Like, what is it that you're doing? Yeah. Yeah. Like. There's legal ways to make great money. There's so many, but again, you just exactly. We keep talking about it. I would love to to discuss the psyche. Someone mm-hmm. maybe has someone who who's into in that field, or like neuroscience or something like that, and have them come and talk about it. Like what what triggers yeah. those actions in people? Even if their company is wildly successful, like Crazy Eddie's, mm-hmm. but they still do shady stuff. Yeah. What what yeah. prompts them to do that? It, that's just, yeah, I'm excited to know what makes the lines do. It's, yeah, you're right. And that, yeah, that's a whole nother conversation. You're right. We talked oh. about the inter- independent auditors. Another one is whistleblower protection, encouraging yeah. a co- culture that supports whistleblowing might have yep. led to earlier detection of fraudulent activities within the company. So Absolutely. who knows? I know we read earlier that it led to multiple arrests or multiple charges, right? So who knows who, who else was in on the scheme? They, hey, they were like, hey, we know about it. But me as an employee, I'm like, hey, my boss is paying me out of the table too. Shoot. So he's so yeah. Why should mm-hmm. I say anything? Yeah. That, and that's how people get caught up. And that's how you make everybody complicit and whatnot. But if you're not involved and you come across these things, this is something that you should anonymously, that, you know, just because you're not, your job, your job is going to go under. You may get arrested. You may get, you don't want to be a part of these things. If you're a part of it, then, you know, beware, be careful. It's not going to take you to any good places. But if you're like a payroll person and you come across this stuff and you're like, oh, crap, I think they're stealing. You you should anonymously report it. Don't not from your cell phone. Go to a, go to a pay phone. If there's such a thing, go to a land, go to a hotel phone, do something like just find a way to anonymously report it. The whole whistleblower deal. Number four, transparent corporate governance. So establishing transparent corporate governance structures and practices could have helped reduce the opportunities for fraud in organization. And number five, regular external audits. Conducting regular external audits by reputable firms could have exposed discrepancies and prevented the family from 
sustaining the fraud for an extended period. 18 yeah. years they committed, they did this fraud, bro. They, yeah, they did it on purpose. Like, they yeah. were just, they are probably crooked out the gate. They were, unfortunately, and then they made a bad name, honestly, in New York for all of these small electronic places that kind of still existed in New York. Mm. They made a bad name for them. Like, they were everywhere. Oh, that's probably shady. You don't want to go to that place. That looks like a crazy mm. Eddie situation. You know what I mean? Like, they just made a bad name for them, and which kind of helped the advent of Best Buy, the best buys of it all. We used to have Circuit City in New York too, and that went under. That's a whole, that's a great business case if anybody likes business stuff. Like that's a go read about Circuit City. But yeah, that that's what that's what really lended credibility to these big box places because it was like Crazy Eddie is a sham. Now we know. Don't go to those small places, bro. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. It's, and again, folks, it's the temptation. Stay away from that temptation. It's believe me, it's not worth it. It's not worth your job, your family. Have integrity. Have integrity. Have integrity. Yes. And, have and some sight, integrity. And if you find it, if you notice yourself being tempted, then maybe you need to like don't do it. Come to Jesus moment or so. I don't know. Yeah. Just don't, don't do, do it. it. Like Brian said, don't, don't do, do it. it. Don't do it. It doesn't maybe pay. Crime don't industry. pay. I hate to say that. Maybe it's not the industry for you, but or something. Or you find yourself being tempted, the thing to, oh, to do yeah. is say, point, point out the loopholes. Yes. Prevent yourself from doing it. That's right. How about that? Point it out. Point hey, it. this is a, this is a problem for our, this is, a, forget the, I can't think of the right fancy word, but you call it out to your bosses. Hey, this is a problem for us. This is a, cha- a, a discrepancy. Have, I can't think of the word. We have an opportunity. You have an opportunity. To yeah. To fix this. Our, yes. We have yep. a loophole here. That's right. That's right. So what'd you think about Crazy Eddie? It was, it was crazy, man. I didn't know that happened. Did you know this happened with Crazy, crazy Eddie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was bro, It was big, again, because it was such a big, such a New York institution. So when it all went down, it was just like, what the heck? So, so that he had multiple locations or he had that one oh, yeah. Crazy Eddie? Oh, he no, had multiple it was, locations. Yeah. Too. Yep. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I thought it was a, a nationwide thing. When I was a kid at the time. I didn't, again, I didn't realize until I moved out of New York that it was only like a New York regional thing. You know what I mean? Mm, I'm sure it made national news back then. I would imagine so. Yes. With the millions of dollars involved. Um, I'm, now I'm just curious how many locations did Crazy, crazy Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. So while uh, Brian is doing that, I'm gonna, we do have a safe topic. Safe 43. Topic. 43? 43. In four wow. states, uh, and it was all northeast. Six. Yep, all northeast: uh, Boston, so Philly, big. Boston, Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, Pennsylvania, New York. What's the quick bet here? It doesn't show me the so, other states. Bro, they were like, so was crazy, crazy Eddie's. Were they out there like Radio Shack? So they were going to be a yes. Eventually, they could have probably grown to be a like yes national a Best brand, Buy bro. type deal. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. And like you said, and yeah, they had a strong business. Like, why would you do this? But again, maybe their intent out the gate was to be shady. So that's why. So yeah, let's get into our safe talk segment of this program. All right. So we're going to be addressing payroll fraud and how to balance employee trust and company security. So question, how can companies effectively balance the need for trust in their employees by implementing robust measures prevent payroll fraud how can companies effectively balance the need what does this question really mean to you what do you so think? for me 
essay in another way is like how can companies ensure that their employees don't do anything shady okay by having the proper measures in place that's why it says okay. to me like how can they ensure that they can trust their employees by saying hey because it's trust but verify for sure yeah, and especially yes. in payroll and it, it, like we said last week is like in payroll you have to be beyond reproach right yes, you, you cannot you can't be any type of questionable, any type of... That's why I think when I read Ray Diallo's book, Principles, and he talks about radical transparency and radical honesty, it made so much sense. And I was already there as a professional and because that's how payroll people have to be. You don't want to raise any red flags with your bosses. You do payroll. You can't, you can't do payroll and then talk to your boss and be like, oh, yeah, I run a side hustle that involves like a scheme of some sort it doesn't even matter what it is like what you do what that you can't do that you know what i mean you shouldn't do it you should yeah fair thank you that that would raise a red flag to me if i have somebody on my team that's even in even on the hr side with the data right you don't even have to be on the payroll side you can be just again in a trusted position and you data is data is money Right, people will pay for the data that we come across. If somebody's doing something questionable on my team, like in their side time, and I find out about now, it it's a trust thing. Yeah, it's trust. I gotta let you go. There's a thing with auditors, right? And this is this is the same way I think. Like with auditors, when they find one error, now it's how many more are there? Same thing. If I see that you grimy in one area of your life. How grimy you can you be in every area of your life? So it's, exactly. again, payroll professionals, HR professionals have to be beyond reproach. Yes. So it's tough. I think also what we have to do as payroll folks and trusted employees, don't get it, don't get offended if the company are do, the company is doing things to audit you and to keep trust, but verify if they're doing the verification. You can't get offended. This is their business. This is a company. You should be part of that. Oh, wait, no, I have an idea for one. I have an idea for one. Yeah. Then they know, oh, wow, this is okay. No doubt. It's pointed this out to us. So. What does that saying say behind you, bro? I see grace. That's the only word I see big. It says oh, grace. I took it when I was cutting down the posters. It says, get yourself and others graced. Yes. Grace. Mr. Grace. No doubt. So, yeah, you can get some grace from people like this right out the door. Uh, so gracefully... Send you out the door. Let me gracefully, <laughs> Let me gracefully fire you. <laughs> That's what I want. Exit stage love. Yes. Exactly. Exactly right, man. Yeah. That's it. What about you? Like, how do you think this, how does this play out for you? So, I think that you said it. You said basically you shouldn't get offended as an employee if your employer comes and says, hey, we're doing this to have preventive measures for ourselves. And to make sure that we can trust our employees and stuff in place. And then how you said, hey, they come to you and you have a suggestion. Oh, hey, also consider this. Uh, oh, mm-hmm. thank you. We weren't thinking about that. And that will establish that trust that it was trust, talking about yeah. in the question, right? Because yeah. like we say it all the time. We said it multiple times throughout many of the episodes we have. I remember Dirk came out for a demo with us. And he said, if you trust the people that work for you, they should not work for you. Exactly right. right. So if you can't trust them as an employer 
and you look at them at a corner of your eye and stuff like that, and you're always watching them, they shouldn't be working there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yep. facts. That can establish a culture of, oh, anybody can do what the hell they want here at the jobs. They're not going to get anybody in trouble. It could be the culture why, there, why? too. Yes. And that, and you know what? You make me think of something about something early on in my career. I was young. I used to do, we used to do appliance installations for Sears. That was like, I think my, what my first job, first job on the books, I believe was Wallbounds, which was a, is a grocery chain in New York. Publix, think Publix, but it was a grocery store. But I remember thinking like, well, if they don't care, then I don't care. You know what I mean? And that's not a good attitude because you should. And that's investing in yourself is caring. How you do anything is how you do everything. Yes. Right? So who cares what the leaders and the managers are going through? They may be on their way out. And that's happened to me many times in my career where I'm like, yo, what's wrong with this manager? And guess what? They leave. They go. Let me ask you this. As we get ready to close this episode, you think that an employer can too much? And put too much scrutiny uh-huh. and too much pressure on the employee because I know yeah. that the, and the question is so. effectively balance. How can companies effectively oh balance? balance yeah, the need? that's true. Yeah, so yeah, that makes me think of two things. One, you could over implement things that kind of create operational challenge. Now, okay, I can't even do my job because of all these measures. Silly. But you don't want to create so much friction that you can't even just you can't even just normal. Operations. Oh, no more. Yeah. Hey, like, Brian, before you go to the bathroom, you need to let me know. <laughs> I can't. Don't leave, don't leave that chair until you. <laughs> exactly. Shoot. Wait, it made me think about something else, too. I guess if you're, again, if you're unbalanced, like, even if it's not stopping you operation and doing your job, but if you're like always just mistrusting and treat the way you treat the employee. That could also, that's toxic, it's right? It's like out. a, uh, it's like a level of, I don't trust you. I don't trust Then it's, oh man, this is not even a comfortable place to be anymore. You know what I mean? If you're always looking for that gotcha. If you're always yeah. looking for that. that yeah. Many people that could be like, yes. how would you feel, Brian? Yeah. Your boss is like, gotcha. Like always exactly. trying to get you. Always. Like, yes. Like, oh, it's there. I'm not hiding anything. Like, whatever. Yeah. It will yes. make you feel as the employee. It will make you feel like this place. Yes, exactly right. Yeah, you're right. If it's out of balance, it could become an issue. Yeah. So, yeah, folks, I think that's it, right? Cool, man. That's a, that's a good one. It's a fun story. It's very nostalgic. Very, if you're an 80s baby, Northeast, you'll know for sure. But uh, just a, a quick takeaway for all of us is temptation. Avoid that temptation. Payroll pros, HR pros got to be beyond reproach. Yes. Yeah. If you see something, say something, like they said in New York. Back after, you know, some things. If you see something, say something. So. Some employers out there have those whistleblower protections for people. I've heard stories of somebody being a whistleblower and the whistleblower is fired. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because and then be smart. So good call out real, real quick. If you, if That's why I said go through extra links to be anonymous because you never know. Oh yeah, it's anonymous. Like, no, because then you don't know who they know, and then they know. Yeah, Bill, Bill from accounting said it, bro. Like what? It's supposed to be anonymous. Yeah, yeah. Go through, go through some extra. Type a letter, no return address, and just put it in the yeah. mail or something. And 
know who you can trust. Yes. Amongst your peers. That's right. That's right. Some, some, as we talked about this in earlier episode, and some yep. people love to play the game. And yes. So when they play the game. A lot game, of poli- politics going on. Yep. They'll be like, oh. And they know, use it to their advantage. And if I tell a company that I know it was Walt that said something. Yes. Well, that makes me look good. I'm from a company person, company guy. I'm a company girl, like whatever for the company. So, yeah. Yep. Yep, exactly right. All right, so, folks, that was dope. Yeah. Hope till next time. We love you. Peace. Before we sign off, here are a couple of quick things. Don't forget to follow It's About Payroll on LinkedIn and It's About Your Paycheck on Facebook and TikTok. Thank you for being a part of our payroll community and thank you for being a part of this journey with us. Until next time, keep learning, keep growing, and most importantly, keep going.